0: Today, to New Jersey, it's the SNL Nerds, the show where two comics from New Jersey nerd out about Saturday Night Live. I'm your co-host, John Trumbull. And I'm your co-host, Darren Patterson.
1: Hey, Darren. How's hey. it going? How's it going, John Trumbull? How's it going? Well, okay, what the hell was that? That was a big old fuck-up. I called... That, that was like... I was John Trumbull? John Trumbull? How are you?
0: What the hell, man? I don't know. I... Hey man, I don't know. You know, I've, I've been I'm drink- doing fine, Perrin Datterson.
1: Thank you. I've, I've, I've been drinking. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it's,
0: all right. Unprofessional.
1: <laughs> unprofessional.
0: I mean, it is the evening as we're recording this, so it's not as bad as like you getting your day drink on. That's right. It's the evening hours, Sunday night, time mm-hmm. to party. That's right. right. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's how Dad. I seize it.
0: Right. So, did you have a good week?
1: Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, you know, me and the wife looked at some, uh, houses to, we're looking for a bigger, big, bigger and better place. So, you know, housing market out there, it's a, it's a bit of a tricky beast.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oof. It is, uh, it is something else. What about you? How was your weekend? Was uh, you was-
0: I, this, this week, uh, kind of a loss. I, I, I caught the Rona. Oh, <gasps> Gasp! I, I came down with, with the covid uh, oh, and this was this was my first time. I went nearly three years without catching COVID. Um, and yeah, so broke broke my perfect record. The streak um, is broken. I know, I know. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't real bad or anything because I've I'm vaxxed and boosted and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, still not
1: fun. No, yeah, no. I mean, it could have been way worse had you not been vaxxed and boosted. So. Exactly. Exactly. I'm- yeah, so, yeah, I'm glad you're, uh, you know, it sounds like you're
0: doing better, it sounds like you're on the mend. I'm on the mend, I'm doing a little better, every day, in every way, I'm getting better.
1: Bigger, better, faster, stronger,
0: exactly. Right. Yes. We yes. We can rebuild him. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. That's right. Steve Austin can be that man. That's right.
1: Ta-da-da. The six million
0: dollar chon, yeah. Drumble. Whatever. <laughs>
1: so oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, we hey. got a we got a new episode of SNL to talk about, my man.
0: We do, we do. Funny how that works out, yeah. right? It's crazy. Yeah. It's and crazy. this is uh, this is the episode uh, from January twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, season forty eight, episode eleven. Michael B. Jordan hosting, little baby as the musical guest.
1: So yeah, uh, SNL continuing with the first time host. A lot of first-time hosts this season. A lot of first-timers. Yeah, a lot of people in the first-timers club. Uh, You know, we all know Michael B. Jordan, handsome man, beefy uh, stack of sex. Yep. (laughs) You know, he's slab of beefcake. That one. Yeah, you know, from uh, Fruitvale Station, Black Panther, Creed, Mm -hmm. just a a muscular mountain of a sexual dynamo of a
0: chocolatey man. This, uh, this was one thirsty episode of oh. SNL. This oh is, my. Mm. I mean not since Jason Momoa, I would say, have have we had this much thirst uh, on the studio 8H stage. The,
1: the thirst is real. Like I mean SNL always
0: just a d- big old pool of drool. Um, yeah,
1: just I mean mama me, here I go again. But yeah, like they always tend to do this whenever they have a host that's known for, for being, you know, very attractive or very mm-hmm. handsome. Yes. Um. And so they always, you know, sprinkle in a, a sketch or two about how, oh, this person's so handsome. He gets gets the entire, the entire cast
0: and crew horny. Yeah. But yeah, this was just, just, uh. I just, just I just feel like there are probably a lot of repressed people who work at now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of comedy writers, they probably don't see daylight too much, is it? So. Yeah,
1: yeah. there's. A lot of writers are living vicariously through uh, Heidi Gardner. This episode, <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. So all right. Well, yeah. well, we'll
0: get into it, but first we we had the classified press conference cold open. Uh, this had this had kind of a fun build up, you know, it was just talking about hey, you know, badass Attorney General, and then it was like Merrick Garland, and then we have Mikey Day playing Merrick Garland as the wimpiest person imaginable.
1: Yeah, it's like this big, you know, lead-up. It's like, hey, hey, bad guys, watch out, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. He hunted down all those January 6th insurrectionists. So
0: so this is, uh, you know, playing of course on, you know, how there have been classified documents found uh, at Trump's place at Mar-a-Lago and also at at Biden's uh, residence and uh, now uh, VP, former VP, uh, Mike Pence's residence. And, uh, yeah, and some people are, are saying that Merrick Garland is perhaps not pursuing these as aggressively as he could or should.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then we have Mikey Day coming out as Merrick Garland kind of, you know, droopy dog in it. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch out, bad guys. Yeah. I'm coming after you.
0: Very, very emasculating episode for, for Mikey Day. as yeah. well. That's something I noticed on my rewatch. I was like, wow, yeah. we are... We are just, we're just cucking Mikey Day all up and down this episode. I mean, Kyle left the
1: show. Somebody's got to be the cuck. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, if It ain't
0: Kyle. Then who? Mikey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the slant on this sketch is, uh, you know, since there are all those investigations, they're also investigating other uh, former presidents and, and VPs. And uh, Keenan reports is the special agent who investigated Mike Pence who says that, yeah, Mike Pence apparently just needed a friend. <laughs> yeah, and basically portraying Mike
1: Pence as somebody who is just, just he, he just needs to be checked up on, man. Yeah, Something's going yeah. on with
0: him. He's, he's very lonely, and he had a folder that was mar- labeled tax stuff and just had cut out pictures of Shania Twain from magazines. Um, yeah,
1: That was cute. <laughs> of course. And then, of course, they sent uh, another FBI agent to Kamala Harris's place, yeah. Uh, Ego played that agent, and she said, of course, no, of course there weren't any documents at uh, Kamala's place. Like, Joe Biden wouldn't, doesn't even
0: give her a pen. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, she's like, get, get, get out of here. Uh, and then, finally, Bowen comes out uh, as the guy who checked up on Obama, and he's just, you know, bragging about how he met Obama, and how cool Obama was, and Obama has 175 letters from manuel Miranda and Beyonce called him on his cell and he ignored it. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, kind of a fun opening.
1: A fun opening that kind of ended on a down note too, where, uh, Keenan came out and said, Hey, after we're done with all this, we're going to make sure justice is served in Memphis. Right. And so it's a, ended on a little bit of a, you know, serious note, of course. You
0: know, yeah, odd odd note to end it on, but I I totally see why they did it. Uh, because yeah, that was you know unfortunately, yeah. The other big news story of this week is, well, oof. It's, I mean, yeah, uh, Tyree Nichols. If you don't know,
1: look it up. Yeah. It is beyond horrific. Yeah, that.
0: I did you watch the footage? I did
1: not watch the. Footage. Oh, oh, God, no! I can't even. I, I, yeah. Like for my for
0: for my for the sake of my own mental health and well being, like I no, I, I yeah, didn't. that's kind of how I was. I was like, you know, this is just gonna make me feel sad and outraged and horrified and right, you know, all that. I, you know, just reading about it is disturbing enough. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Uh, but I, I understand they had to they had to touch on it a little bit, uh, so yeah. they just brought it up really quickly. Yeah, I mean,
0: that was the only reference to it. Of the entire night, as I recall, I mean, yeah. because you know, how how do you make that into comedy? It's yeah. Just... I mean, I
1: mean, weekend update he didn't even talk about it. No,
0: which, no. Which
1: is it's which is probably the best call.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, because if you don't have anything fresh or relevant or insightful to say about it, it yeah, my bother?
1: Yeah, it was rough, but um, I mean, other than that, not a bad cold open. I, I thought uh,
0: you know, oh, pretty good, pretty, pretty good. good. You know, not Uh, too long, which I liked. And, you know, I like that it was focused on the one story outside of that, you know, one line at the end. Right. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Yeah, this one written by uh, Streeter, Will Steven, and Brian Tucker. Good job, gents. Yeah, yeah. So not bad. Not bad. Uh, Next up, Monologue. 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 Every time I see the word monologue, that song plays in my head. I cannot see the word monologue without... Singing the monologue song. In I'll my head. allow
0: it. I'll allow it. It's... I mean, if you want to sing the, the monorail song from The Simpsons as the monologue song, maybe that's something we should start doing. Maybe. Hey, I'm I up know, down for it. If uh... don't have to pay royalties to Fox uh, yeah. or Connor O'Brien, I say let's go for it. Let's do this. Let's get yeah. into the
1: studio. Put this on wax. Monologue.
0: <laughs> monologue. 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 No! <laughs> Um, so yes, our, our this week's host Michael B. Jordan comes out to do his monologue. He's you know looking quite resplendent in a in a maroon suit with a with a, a cool silver chain and like a, uh, a like t shirt underneath.
1: Yeah, just just oozing of sex, and the women are just just going terror. women are going gaga. A
0: man. Uh, he uh, talked about how he's kind of come full circle because he he did uh, when he was 16 he was on All My Children which I guess is recorded in uh, 30 Rock and he said that was one of his first roles they showed a clip of it
1: yeah uh, and, yeah they've done that before with hosts like they'll show you yeah. know child video like videos of them as the as the host as a kid be like you know to endear themselves to the audience yes. like hey
0: look I was a kid once
1: isn't that adorable all right.
0: Yeah, and now I'm, you know, this Greek god who, who <laughs> directed my first movie, Creed Three, Yeah. Um, and uh, he apparently had a public breakup, which I didn't know about. Was he dating somebody famous? Uh,
1: yes, he was dating uh, Lori Harvey, uh, the daughter of Steve Harvey.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, apparently they were going out for two years. I think they thought it was serious, but I think, I think, she, I, I, mean, I don't know too much about the, you know, the, the TMZ uh, gossip stuff, but I think she broke up with him, and
0: oh dear, at pe- at people maybe took it as like, oh, he's really bummed out and about it, and, and <sighs> right, right, because he-, he talked about that in the monologue. He was like photographed at a basketball game, looking kind of sad or yeah. down, and he's he's like, no, no, I'm you know, hey, I'm fine, people, and um, right. yeah, the You know, he was saying that he had a public breakup, and you know, a lot of people they get into shape after bad breakup, and but he was already in Creed shape, so he was like, "I'm learning a new language." Right, he's already
1: beautiful, and he's he's learning new languages, and the women in the cast want to bone him because out comes Chloe looking looking hotter than Thai food, being like,
0: "Hey there, Michael V. Jordan, I want to get in your pants," and like she smells, (laughs) she's like, "You're single, I'm single," and he's like, "Wait, aren't you dating that hot writer?" And and this is how. Uh at least I found out that apparently Chloe is dating uh, SNL writer Jake Nordwind. My man. So um, well done, Jake, well done. Uh, this by the way, prompted me to uh, do a Google image search on Jake Nordwind because I wanted to see what this guy's working with mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, SNL seems to be a great place to go if you want to date uh, out of your league. Yeah, I say that. Um, Chloe and Jake Nordwind, uh, uh, Cecily Strong and Michael Bryan, uh, uh Colin Ed Jost, Stone and that that dude. Uh, I think it was a stagehand that she married, Messinel? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a stagehand. No, it was like a. He was a writer. I forget his name, but a writer. I know. Okay, oh, of uh, course. Yeah, why break the pattern?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean Colin Jost, and uh, of course Scarlett Johansson.
0: Yes, I mean you can even say Mulaney.
1: Well, not he, he. You know, hooked up with uh, Olivia
0: Munn. That's the you know, yeah. Um, so uh, I am preparing my packet right now. <laughs> I mean, good lord, man, what the hell? I, I, it's it's baffling because
1: uh, look, we know we both know a good number, a good amount of writers, and we're yeah, you know, we're not like the uh, we're not the prom kings of of, no. of the pack, as you no. say. So the fact that you know they could you could pull like a, a score, just top tier, top shelf uh, ladies like these fellows do, is just, uh... And,
0: yeah, uh, more yeah. power
1: to you. Uh, God bless you. you. You guys are living a dream.
0: I, I salute, you, know, salute and I, you. I hope you're all, like, wonderfully happy and and all that and stuff. Yes, we salute you, sir.
1: Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Michael B. George, like, uh, Chloe comes out all hot, smelling him. Heidi comes out all, like, hey, hey, Mike, Michael B. I yeah. Wanna,
0: she, wanna she's like, your... I have a Creed poster in my bedroom and <laughs> it's on the ceiling. Uh, uh, and and Ego yeah. comes out in a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. I, I really like that. And she's like, oh, I just tossed this on. Oh, look, it's a wedding dress. <laughs> I <laughs> guess we'll, we'll just get married. Yeah. And then they have uh,
1: Punky Johnson coming out. Yeah. And yeah.
0: And he's like, aren't you gay? And she's like, yeah, but you're Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, hey, every even vegans have a cheat day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, good line, good line. Um, yeah, so, it was cute. It was cute. I mean, basically just the joke that, you know, all the, all the ladies at SNL want to get with him. Yeah, just objectify him like the slab of meat he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a, an indicator of how the evening is going to go. Right. And uh, Oh,
1: just, so to, just to clarify, so uh, Emma Stone uh, had a kid and got married to
0: Dave McCary, who's the SNL segment director. The segment director. Okay, I knew it was something more technical than... All right. Uh, I'm sorry I misremembered it as a stagehand, but... Uh...
1: Right. But, uh, I mean, actually, I don't think he's a segment director over there anymore, but he was. But, yeah, even that, like a segment right. director pulling right. Emma Stone. I mean, God love you.
0: Yeah. Well done, sir. I mean, romance blooms at 30 Rock. Mm. Oh, that's and there's so another funny. one, Tina Fey. She's uh, married to, uh, uh, what's his name, the, the musical director. Oh yeah, uh, fucking music man. Yeah, who wrote the <laughs> theme for Thirty Rock? Yeah, fucking yeah. the dude uh, tickling the ivories over there. Yeah, I think they were together before they came to SNL, but but still, yeah. hey, yeah. you know.
1: So guys, if you're looking for love, put that, put down those uh, dating apps and get a job at uh, SNL. Yeah, start taking those classes at UCB. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And then it who makes knows? me off. Um, that's, that's right. You too can date a SNL cast member. That should be UCB's like selling point. They should really use that in their it should, ads.
0: It should be just yeah. Just anyway, um, uh, so we got our first sketch: uh, roller coaster accident. This is a morning show. Good morning today, Chloe and Keenan as the hosts, and they bring on uh, Sarah as another uh, reporter who's who the previous day was stuck on a roller coaster for nineteen hours straight.
1: Yes. Um... Actually, actually, also, uh, the monologue was written by, oh, yeah. real quick, uh, monologue written by Mike Desenzo, Jake Nordwind, the uh, hot rider. Uh, yeah. He, so he definitely wrote that hot rider part in.
0: Oh, 100%. How, do, how, how, do you, how is that not written
1: by yeah. the, the one that uh, Chloe is dating? It's like, Chloe, aren't you dating that really handsome writer with a huge hog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, August Dwight.
0: August All right.
1: Okay. All right, and a roller coaster accident, uh, which we're talking about now, written by Dan Beulah and Sarah Sherman, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it's a Good Morning America type sh- talk show. They go to the segment, the cooking segment, which uh, Sarah heads up, and uh, like you said, she was on a uh, trapped on a roller coaster for 19 hours, going uh, 115 miles an hour. Yeah. Cut to Sarah, she looks freakish with like yeah. her hair stuck up in the air. And, like, her lips and mouth pulled back, her eyes wide open.
0: Like, when you go to the dentist and they put those plastic things in your mouth to, like, open it as wide as possible so they can take those photographs. Right. Um, That's what it looks like. You know, like like in in Spies Like Us, when uh, Ackroyd and Chevy Chase, they go on the centrifugal force thingy and their hair is all... It's a very visual sketch. What yeah. what can you do? Dude, I that's
1: the, I, I I totally wrote down spies like us. You read my yeah. mind, sir. Yeah. And uh yeah, this yeah. is a ve- this is a very visual sketch. Like, yes, it's all like
0: you got to look at it. Yes. Um and then, and then they bring in uh, Michael B. Jordan as the I was so caught up in the sketch when I was first watching it. Like when Michael B. Jordan appeared, I was like, oh, right. They have to write the host into sketches. I was just <laughs> so caught up in like Sarah's latest bizarre thing. Um, yeah. Her, her, her
1: parents is kind of freaky. I think at one point, like she talks about like an Italian dish she's going to make on the show. Then she had to mm-hmm. drink a red wine. Right. And then she's like, as she drinks the red wine, of course, not all of it gets in her mouth or because it's right. so. Freakishly, freakishly out of shape, but I, I'm pretty sure she like actually, genuinely like kind of choked and coughed on it.
0: As she was, I don't I, see how you couldn't with that apparatus in your mouth. I mean, you can't really control what's going in. Uh, so yeah, I'm not surprised that <laughs> I'm 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 surprised that it wasn't worse. And yeah, like I with that, yeah. I would be really careful because like
1: after yeah. she did drink the wine and it all spilled down her. Front, there were sometimes where she was like, <coughs> "Yeah," <laughs> I was yeah.
0: like, "Oh shit, you all right?" Yeah, I mean that seems like a recipe for an accident right there. Right. Um, because <laughs> and and Michael B. Jordan comes on and he's he was the guy who was on the coast of weather, so of course he you know also hair up and out and his, that that big thing in his mouth where it's. <laughs> you know just a rictus grin and you know of course they're doing a food segment and stuff is spilling out of their mouths and yeah
1: they uh feed each other soup so it's yeah it, it gets kind of gross
0: like There's soup, pasta uh they do a lady in the tramp thing yeah um, mom spaghetti we find out that uh sarah has a bird embedded in her torso that she just yeah ran into
1: yeah, yeah, the so, bird. Yeah, the bird ran into her at 200 miles an hour, and like mm-hmm. the doctors say, if they try to remove it,
0: they'll both die. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, this was fun. I I like seeing something. I, I like that Sarah has a sketch at the top of the show. I like I like <coughs> that we're getting this weird this early in the evening. Yeah, th- yeah. That... I like that she's become such a voice in the show that she now has like a lead sketch. Yeah, this was actually pretty surprising. Like, something like this
1: would have cut, I feel like, in the past, would have got uh, put on in towards the back end of the show. Like her uh, right. googly eyes sketch with the Brendan Gleeson episode. Yeah, yeah, or the
0: meatball sketch. or, or the Or yeah. the
1: meatball sketch. But, like, now yeah. I think that she's getting, you know, so popular and her audience is yeah. growing that they're like, no, let's put up. Uh,
0: this weird thing up top, so like it's... Yeah, it fe- it feels like a turning point. It's like her voice has become so prominent and so important in the show that yeah, she is now one of the the things that makes up SNL's identity now. Yeah, uh, you know uh, the the squirm has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we. I mean, it's it's Sarah Squirm's world. We're just living in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, this is funny. I like this. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. It's uh, you know, all visual.
1: Pretty weird, pretty gross. And, I mean,
0: kudos to the makeup department. I mean, because, come on, this is amazing stuff. Yeah, they had to, like,
1: do the wig and the mouth. And, uh, yeah, like, she was wearing a scarf that they had to, like, have stick up and pull back and make it look like it was caught in the wind. Like a
0: wire in it. And, yeah, Michael B. Jordan has, like, a necktie that's going every which way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a pretty impressive feat. Not a, not a bad way to start off the night. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, next uh, we had a pre-tape. Uh, Southwest Airlines announcement. Uh, this was, you know, there was a big kerfuffle uh, over the holiday season, I think it was, where Southwest got all sorts of screwed up. Yeah. Lots of flights were canceled, lots of passengers were stranded, and, uh, you know, tempers were flaring.
1: Yeah, this happened like around December, I think. They cancel they canceled like over a hundred flights. I think like yeah something like like three million people were stranded without waiting oh, to get
0: that's for number for yeah. the
1: holidays and it's yeah. yeah, it it pretty much I mean I've never flown Southwest Airlines, but even before this happened, I just knew Southwest Airlines name was synonymous with, you know, trashy airline. Like I just like them yeah. in spirit from what I've heard are yeah, you know, pretty much like the Papa Johns of Airlines. Yes. They're, just, they're yes. just no damn good. Right. So just after this happened, they like their name is pretty much synonymous with uh Yeah, yeah. Garbage. So it's,
0: it's uh, you know, like a lot of southwest uh airlines uh, spokespeople saying, "Hey, we've upgraded our things. You know, we're 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 updated to 2008 laptops now and all all your luggage is color coded. So if it's red, it's going to Texas and if it's blue, it's going to Florida and uh, our lounge is now in a Starbucks. <laughs> that was a funny line. Like, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll just grab some seats and and try to keep a ball day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna hold down a few tables
1: and you just yeah. We get there early. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like I like that line. I liked how all the luggage is now color co- coordinated. So if you're going to Tal- if you're going to Dallas, make sure you have a red suitcase. Right. Don't, br- don't bring a blue one. That's going to Charlotte. Yep. Yep.
0: Um, I, you know, we're updating our staff with people who worked at Waffle House. So. Yeah. These big bitches don't play. <laughs> and, and I liked it at the end. They just said, well, you know, you're flying Southwest. So this is kind of your fault. Uh, you know, you obviously don't respect yourself. So why should we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, funny stuff, funny stuff. Funniest, Rick, yeah. Rick got to the point, you know, in, out,
1: boom. Right. Sounds with airlines. If it's that important to you, just walk. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, not a bad pre-tip. I, I got a kick out of this
0: one. This is definitely a fun one. Yeah. Who wrote this one, Karen? Oh,
1: this one, Alex English, Gary Richardson, and Will Steven. Well done. Oh. uh, thumbs up. Uh, so so uh, next up, we got Towel Guys. Towel Guys. This is uh Marcelo and Keenan. Yes. Uh, this one's written by Mike DeCenzo, Marcelo Hernandez, Jake Nordwin, and Asha Ward. Asha Ward. I don't believe I've heard uh, that person's name before. Yeah, might be a yeah, might be a might be a new kid on the block. Might be
0: a newish person. Hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: Brian. Yeah. Uh, this sketch was interesting. Uh, this was like a basically a slice of life sketch. Uh-huh. Uh, takes place on a um, at a resort in the DR, yeah. and it focuses on uh, two guys who uh, you know hand out towels to the. The people at the resort, and like it's them talking to each other and talking to the the guests at the at the resorts. Be like, hey, like uh, Heidi comes up asking for a tab, like, hey, you know, you look like a uh, Ellen Dem- Ellen, Dem- Ellen Dem- yeah. and, uh, and
0: then they kind of do a little dance. Uh, uh, Chloe and Ego come up, and they're like, hey, one one for the old little mermaid, and one for the new little mermaid, because <laughs> you know, one's a redhead and one is black. Get it? <laughs> Yeah, elbow, elbow, elbow. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, and, and Michael B. Jordan came on as their manager. Um, this was this was all right. I it didn't really send me though. It honestly, it kind of reminded me. I was like, this is kind of like Key and Peele's Parking Lot Guys, but not quite as good. I could see that this really
1: reminded me of. I don't know which one, but like, I feel like it definitely reminded me of an SNL sketch from like the '80s or even the 90s. it had a very old school feel to it because it was like oh a...
0: yeah <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah because it it's a sketch where it's like the premise isn't too crazy or too complex yeah. and it's like it doesn't really escalate but it's more about it's more character work if anything this yeah, is like a, yeah.
0: and, it, and it's like the two guys who are just there and they're just talking to each other you know kind of like the Oh, I hate it when that happens, guys. Yeah, from the, yeah. From the, the Christopher Guest, Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's a sketch where it's more like the thing that makes it go is just the character work and the charm of yeah. Marcello and Keenan. Uh-huh. Like they're making this thing. they they're they're pretty much the, the engine making this thing go. Yeah. So if you're not into that. You, the
0: sketch may not be quite for you, because yeah, I I just thought it was like fair to middling personally. Uh, I it it was fine, yeah. I thought it was cute enough. They had like
1: a, some cute lines here and there, like talking about uh like oh you know I saw that movie a Mission Impossible, man, but you know it's it's not impossible. I mean he probably gonna do it, mm-hmm. and they're like ah oh, yeah they should probably call it Mission. He probably gonna do it, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know it's like oh okay that's that's cute enough. James it's Austin cute. James cute Austin enough. Johnson comes up as like a. Uh, of uh, you know, visitor from the south, and like he, he, yeah. he blesses I them. Mean, I,
0: I like the character work that everybody was doing as as the guests, uh, like you know James Austin Johnson uh, and and uh, you know the other folks. I, I thought they were doing some nice character work in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Longfellow comes up as a guy from uh, Jersey who's practicing his Spanish, who has like Duolingo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, so it's, it's it's nice character work. That's pretty yep. much what this whole sketch is. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, it's all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's like, all right, this is pretty this is pretty cool. A nice little yeah. old school feel. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All uh, right.
0: Uh, did we give writing credits for this one? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike oh, was... yes, you did at the top. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next right. up, uh, another pre-tape. Two pre-tapes. This is the one like, I've seen a lot of people talk about.
0: Yeah, this, for me, sketch of the night, I think. This was uh, Jake from State Farm. Uh, we, we have Michael B. Jordan as Jake from State Farm, the spokesman. Um, and, uh, uh, Mikey and Heidi is the couple that he's helping out. And, uh, Jake, Jake helps them out and he kind of hangs around after, after, after Mikey goes to work. Right. He, Mikey goes to work and, uh, Heidi's like, Hey, do you want to stay for some coffee? Oh, I'd love to.
1: And then like Mikey gets back from work and, uh, yeah, the Jake from State Farm is still there. At their house playing with his kids. Yeah. And uh yeah, and as the episode goes on, we see like he's kinda always there twenty four seven and he's slowly becoming the new man of the house. Much
0: too. Yeah, uh, this is uh this kind of reminded me of that sketch from a few years ago where Don Cheadle mm. was the uh he was like the Roach.
1: Right. Uh I looked I, I rewatched that sketch, uh, Roach yeah. X. Yeah, the Roach X commercial. Yeah.
0: And it, this seems to be a fear of, like, certain SNL writers, is that, like, some commercial spokesman is going to come in and steal their wife. Um, <laughs> it, is, yeah. It seems to be a concern. Um, I mean, seeing as how Mikey
1: wrote this sketch, too, it seems like it's Mikey's concern. <laughs> a lot of Mikey getting
0: cucked tonight. Um, yeah, Mikey I noticed that on my rewatch. I was just like, <laughs> Mikey is just so emasculated in the show tonight like mike are you okay man do you, need, do you want to talk yeah. is everything all right at home is like did, did, did like the pillsbury doughboy like come in and get with your wife or something what's yeah. going on <laughs> yeah did mr clean raw dog your missus what's going on here <laughs> um yeah and and so so jake from state farm he's like he's like taking the wife and kids to church um and, and we see Mikey going to extremes. He's like looking at Geico ads online. Mm. And and um, and Michael B. Jordan is like, hey, you know, even if you find a lower price, we'll match it. Uh, he's <laughs> just doing it in this real threatening way. And I like when he was getting in Mikey's face and being threatening. They they put text at the bottom of the screen. just says, not all products listed are available in all states. I was like, yeah. that is a great touch.
1: I, yeah, that's a good touch. And I also like uh, that part, like you said, where... When he's talking to Mikey, like yeah. he's still giving the State Farm's pitch, mm-hmm. which makes it even sounds makes it even even look, makes him look even more unhinged. Like, yes. at, like at the one point where I think Mikey's screaming at Heidi, like, "I want him gone. I'm out with him out of this house." And Heidi's like, "Get that finger out of my face!" And then Michael pushes him up against the wall and just quietly whispers in his ear, "Hey, you know you could save more money if you do a home and auto bundle."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, cause those, those commercials, they're, they're, they're ubiquitous right now. Um, not obnoxiously. So I think, I think they're fine. I think they're fun. Um, you know, and the, 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 guy they have playing Jake is, is perfectly nice. So, uh, but it was, you know, it's just, it was a fun variant on that. And like, it ultimately ends with Mikey on a bridge and he's like about to commit suicide. And then <laughs> he's stopped by Limu uh, Limu Emu, and Doug right. from Liberty Mutual Insurance. And that was such a great left turn. I, I laughed out loud at that. I was like, <laughs> oh, that is so clever. Lemu, Emu. <laughs> um, you know, that that was a lot of fun. And I did not see that coming. And I, I thought that was, yeah. So sketch of the night for me. Solid sketch.
1: Solid sketch. Yeah. I, I I think I'll probably give the sketch of the night, too. There was another sketch tonight that I really liked as well. But I think this this one just edged it out a bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, of course it did. Of course it did. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, this was another Mikey Streeter joint with mm. an assist from Vanessa Jackson. Nice, Miss Jackson. Nice. If
0: you're nasty, yeah, uh, yeah. Mikey and Streeter. I mean, I I like their stuff a lot. I I, I dig them. I same, them. same. Like I like it. the vibe they're putting down.
1: Same, like they don't always. I mean, they've had a few, you know, misses, but nine yeah. nine times out of ten they hit.
0: Yes. And when they hit, exactly. it's a it's a big hit. I, I really enjoy their voices on the show and I, I will miss them when they are gone. Oh yeah. Departed from this earth. Yes. Whoa. It, <laughs> it went dark? It, it's dark? That's not what you were talking I was, about? I was saying leaving the show. You went like oh. they're they're dead? I miss mis-
1: You know what I misread what you said. So yeah. <laughs> what the, the Do you know something I don't? Are they okay? Hey, you know, you can save
0: even more when you bundle home and auto. Oh my God, Mikey and Streeter, better make sure your insurance is up to date. What the hell? (laughs) I just wanted a policy. God. (laughs) Uh, Next up, video
1: game session. Video game session.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, Michael B. Jordan and Bowen, and they're doing voices for a new Street Fighter game. And uh, yeah, they're doing, you know, they're doing the fighting sounds. The uh, oh and, you know, like all the, all those grunts and groans and hit sounds that you need in yes. this game.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Michael um, B. Jordan's doing that, but Bowen Yang's character is going more like,
0: Woo! woo Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah, more more effeminate, let us say. Yeah, um,
1: exactly. It's more, you know, yippee, yahoo Yeah,
0: and, and Andrew Dismukes is the director. He's trying to, you know, kind of guide him, push him in the direction he needs to go, and he's like... Uh yeah, more like what you would actually do in a fight. Um, and then and then Bowen's like, oh hey, what are your pronouns? <laughs> <laughs> They're just chit chatting. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and like I think he says, I think uh, uh Michael B is like, oh you know he my my pronouns are he his and yeah. Bowen corrects and actually you know Ken's would be he they. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. huh? Interesting. Huh. Yeah, all right. But then uh, I I believe Andrew, who's the director, is like saying, "No, actually, I want I don't want to say it, but like, could you make it sound more
0: masculine? Hetero.
1: Yeah, more yeah. hetero. More hetero. Yeah. And then of course, like it's like, oh yeah, I got it. And then of course, yeah. he goes on to say things like, oh, I saw you changing in the locker room, but I was completely soft. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like straight guys say. Yeah, easy, brother. Oh. My wife is on this app. Yeah." <laughs>
0: like street but like, <laughs> he's like it's not an app. it's a game. It's, uh, uh, I also liked it at one point um, he he tells uh, a Bowen to like make like animal sounds and, and Bowen's like clucking like a chicken or, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah and he says like I have auditory recency bias so I'm only gonna remember the very last thing you said. Uh, that was cute. just a nice bizarre touch.
1: Yeah, yeah so um, and then uh, I think this wraps up because in the beginning of the sketch, yeah. Uh Andrew says that the uh the original actor quit because, you know, he's temperamental and also because I slept with his wife. Right. And then which of course leads the original actor Frank played by Mikey to come in and threaten Andrew, so the other voice actors beat him up in order yes. to uh, you know, protect him and of
0: course they make the sounds that they're making those uh... Unexpected sounds in in the fight, which exactly that was cute. I really like that they had the yeah because I slept with the actor's wife. I love I love that they had that come back and yeah and oddly enough, once again, uh, somebody else is sleeping with Mikey J's wife. Yeah, so. what is going on here? <laughs> I don't know. It, it wasn't a pattern I noticed until I was rewatching the show and I was like, "Oh, wow. Okay. Um, is Mikey wow. Yes, Mikey his wife in like couples counseling or something? I don't know. I hope oh. everything's okay. Mike. I hope that's, it's just so far removed from the truth that it's it's uh absurd and therefore
1: comedic. Yeah, Mikey, but. if you're listening to the podcast and I know you are, just give us a call, man. We just want to make
0: sure you're all right. We'll yeah. We were friends. Yeah, we'll we were go friends. We, we get, you know, remember how we gave you that most improved Wikipedia profile pic? Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And you replied to us on Twitter. That was fun, right? The, the good old days. Remember that? we yeah. buddies. So if you need to talk, we're here for you. We know you're not Alex Moffat anymore.
1: We know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, man, if you want to go out and grab a beer, we're here, man. Yes. Okay. We care. We care. Uh, yeah, so not a bad sketch
0: It's definitely like a... Very silly sketch. Yeah. This one. But is... just, you know, yeah, just fun, goofy stuff. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. It, You know, like, a lot of the things this week, I don't think any sketches really overstayed their welcome, which was nice. Yeah. Like, I don't think any of the... I would say on the show, I don't think any of them
1: really, you know, bottomed out and fell with a thud. Right. But, yeah, yeah. There
0: were a couple that ended abruptly, I would say.
1: Oh, I know which one you're thinking or about. oddly, but, uh, mm. yeah. Absolutely, yeah, but uh, yeah. Overall, a video game session—it's okay. It's
0: yeah, nice it's all right. Season. I enjoyed it. It was cute. Uh,
1: and uh, this one was written by Jimmy Fowley and Celeste Yim. Hmm. Right. Okay. And uh, so next up, uh, we got our musical guest, Little Baby. Little Baby. Little um, Baby. Uh, he did two songs: California Breeze. And uh, what's your the Name of the other one? Um, uh, forever. 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 Forever.
0: Forever. So, yeah. Um, not much to say about this, honestly. Um, you know, not really my thing. But I, I thought it was impressive what they did technically. I think it's you know amazing what they're doing with the musical guests now. With just they do like impressive. It looks like a Super Bowl halftime show now.
1: It really does. Like uh, I mean, Little Baby kind of had his hair up like uh, Buster Rhymes in the 90s, like those two little mm-hmm. uh little buns on top of his head. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, and visually it looked pretty fantastic with all the lights and the and all that stuff. But, yeah. like, visually it looks nice. M- yeah. Musically? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not a fan? No, not really. I don't know. I think I'm just... I, I just kind of come to grips with the fact that I'm not into like the new hip hop. Like, if it doesn't sound like the ni- the hip hop I grew up with in the 90s, I, I don't think I can connect with it. Like, I just thought Little uh. Baby was okay. He wasn't getting, he wasn't giving too much energy into it. Maybe that was it. Like, he just seemed to kind of, you know, do his little auto tune, uh, speed rap thing. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, all right, I guess this is aight. Yeah. But it really, I was just like, you yeah, know, this, I'd, I'd rather hear Black Star, or you know, or something else. Something else I grew up with in the in the '90s. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It was just like, all right, this is this is this is all right. Yeah. Nah, I mean, nah, I mean, son.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, but yeah, I don't have too many other notes. So it's like, oh, this is this is okay. I guess. Yeah.
0: This is this is just one of those weeks. I was like, okay, well, musical guest is not for me.
1: Yeah. There's no. no. It's no Sharon Stone lay, uh, laying down in the middle of
0: the stage looking off into the distance. I mean, why can't we have more Sharon Stone on a Shay's lounge? That's like, what I ask you. I mean, it's if, if 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 you don't have Sharon
1: Stone lying on a Shay's lounge in your performance, is it even a performance? Do you
0: really have anything? No. I don't I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Not no, I think it's Sharon Stone. You get somebody some other uh, you know uh nineties famous person from the nineties. Yeah. Get uh, yeah. Gina Davis in there. Have yeah, her in Get Gina learn. Davis in there. Get a uh, Bridget Fonda or yes, let's have some Bridget Fonda. Gina, up in this yeah. Joint. Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon, who I think was also mentioned during weekend update. She was. She was. Uh, ooh, I like that segue that you did. Yes. Yeah. sir. Well done. Because now. We're up to the part where we talk about Weekend Update. Look at that! Weekend Update with Colin Jost and Michael Che. Hey. Oh. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, pretty good Weekend
0: Update, I thought. Uh, jokes, um, jokes, jokes. Nice jokes. I thought are pretty, pretty small bad. jokes
1: throughout. Yeah, not bad. I like the one uh, Che had about how TikTok is trying to uh, get Congress to stop from uh, banning the app. And they're coming up with this thing called Protect Texas. Because uh, TikTok is their baby, and they know Texas won't let them uh, get rid of it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Texas is anti-abortion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, gotta carry that TikTok to term. Oh God. (laughs) So wow, that
1: that is a wow. Nothing but nets, sir. Nothing but (laughs) nets. Well done. (laughs) Uh, I like the Che's other joke talking about how chatbot lets people talk to Jesus and Hitler and one guy who thinks he's
0: both. Picture of Kanye. Picture of Kanye. Ha ha. It's funny because Kanye's uh, <laughs> insane and stupid. <laughs> he's crazy. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's crazy.
1: Uh, but yeah, not, not a bad uh, weekend update. Some solid jokes from Jost and uh-huh. Che. To- we had
0: a couple death seconds. I had Keenan come on as Che's doorman Carl. Uh who's just uh let's see, he's supposedly was talking about the New York rental market, uh, which I wouldn't even remember unless that you know, but that that's what they have it titled on YouTube. So mm. yeah, okay, he's talking about the New York rental market. Right. Sure. I'll I'll go uh, with that premise. Right, right. But it's it's really just uh Keenan and his carl just kinda making fun of Che and he's like, Hey, you know, you're here making the big bucks and the half suit and jeans and Yeah. I think it, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Well, and I was going to say, even at one point, like, he's just like saying, Hey, so uh, what's all this? What are you doing here? And he's yeah. like, Yeah, you're yeah. we're at my work. We're, we're on live television. They're yeah. like, Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. And he's talking about how like women are coming around and he's like, Oh, yeah, don't worry. I told her you moved to Jamaica. And Jay's like, Yeah, I'm literally here in New York. I'm on live television right now. I'm obviously not in Jamaica. He's like, Ah, no one's watching this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not watching. <laughs> Um and like, you know, kids are coming around, a dog is coming around looking for Che. Lots of people looking for Che at his his place. Yeah, yeah.
1: Che's a bit a, a wanted man, apparently. He's like everybody's yeah. some some guy named Cornelius is looking for him.
0: Yeah, sure. It's never good news when a Cornelius is looking for you. No, I mean no, I have never had a Cornelius looking for me and it turned out to be good news. No, I mean uh if I'm
1: not mistaken, Chevy Chase's
0: birth name is is Cornelius, if I'm I think so. Yeah. So, so
1: yeah. So that checks out. That story checks yeah.
0: out. Story bears out. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, yeah. That was cute. Yeah. It
1: seemed pretty aimless. This thing. It was just like kind of. Yeah. It really felt like like Keenan was like kind of. I mean, I I I understand the point of it was just supposed to be like, oh, this is just like small talk you have with your door man. Yeah. It just. Know, the the small talk seemed too small it seemed to go on a little bit too long for me
0: yeah i was just like all right what's happening longer than it should have been
1: yeah i was like all right what's happening here what,
0: what you gonna do this is, um it's just riffing we're just watching yeah. riffing now we're just we're just riffing now and uh and we had uh heidi return as angel every boxer's girlfriend in every boxing movie ever mm. um and you know the reason she's doing that and and she has an even more tenuous connection to any news story. She was supposedly talking about the return of the Wendy's vanilla frosty. Mm. We, we discarded that like 30 seconds in I'd say. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, she's just, you know, and that's fine. I mean, but why even put up the pretense? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why are we going through this preamble? Just, yeah, let's get to the good stuff, baby. We're just doing this because we got the guy from Creed here. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and, of course, Michael B. Jordan appears as his character from the movies Adonis Creed, son of Apollo Creed from the Rocky movie.
1: Yeah, and this is like the second time that uh, the host appeared on Weekend Update. Like, I mean, we had uh, last week, we had uh, Aubrey Plaza as April Ludgate. Now we got uh-huh. Mikey B.
0: as Creed. Look at that. Huh. What about that? It's two weeks running. It's it's like almost a trend? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, I'd say. Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, so the two of them have a little back and forth because I think, because Creed, he, she wants to see Creed because Creed knocked out Tommy and Tommy's brains are all scrambled.
0: Right. right. And, uh, you know, of course. And, and we find out that Creed is actually the father of one of her kids. And Tommy doesn't realize that because he doesn't see color. Like, physically, he does not see color, he doesn't um, see color, numbers, or shapes. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, this wasn't a character I was really clamoring for the return of, but I see why they did it, because, you know, you got the Creed guy there. Why not?
1: Yeah, like, he was a boxer, and it's a boxer's girlfriend, so... Boxer, yeah. boxer, let's get... Yeah, it seemed like the audience really wasn't into it either. Like,
0: the audience was kind of, like, meh on this. Yeah, I don't know if Creed is, like, a... You know, I think those movies are, are popular, but I don't know if he's, like, a get-the-audience-on-their-feet kind of character, you know? Yeah, I see that. It's, it's not like um,
1: Killmonger or nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or even Rocky, you know. Or even Rocky. Oh, yeah, that guy. I don't know.
0: Have, have you seen any of the Creed movies? I have not.
1: Uh, I have. The first one is uh, quite good. first one yeah. is very good. I think I saw that in the theater. The second one is pretty good, too. Uh, I plan on seeing the third one. Uh,
0: yeah, and he's yeah. directing
1: the third one. So Yeah, yeah,
0: it's him. And, it's uh, really just like the Rocky movies, because I think Stallone started directing with the third one. <laughs> Yeah, it's history repeating itself. It's 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 kind of eerie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that that's the one with him and uh, Jonathan Majors, who is just yoked beyond yoked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my God, Killmonger is, versus Kang. I God, it's just two statuesque men. Like it's just oi, 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 yo, it's not a <laughs> yeah, not a dry seat in the house. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like um. I, I, yeah, I thought this was, it was okay. It just seemed to kind of, huh, it just, seemed, it like, know, it, it didn't seem to really be there, like the lines, or uh, yeah. it just seemed to be a little just off. Yeah, it I didn't guess. blow me away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But this was like yeah. another time. Another thing I've noticed this is like another time where Michael B. Jordan and Heidi Gardner are paired up again, in a right. sketch. and
0: because Creed uh, slept with his uh, with. Angel, I'm I'm now imagining Mikey Day as her boyfriend Tommy. I could see that. I could see yeah. that. As they as should
1: as have had Mikey Day come out like as
0: Tommy. As yeah.
1: And then uh, you know, while well, while uh while Creed m- puts the moves on Angel, he can whisper to Tommy, Hey, you know, if you you could save you could save more if you do a car auto bundle. Or right, sure. yeah, home autobundation callback. Call
0: back.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, I think the jokes were better in this weekend update. The two death segments I thought were kind of
0: mm,
1: yeah, not the, not they, the they, were,
0: they were just okay. N- neither one rose above okay for me. Um, yeah. So next we got another got another sketch. This one's called Male Confidence Seminar. Mm. It's Andrew Dismukes, uh, and he's he's like one of those guys, like uh, like that mystery guy from the Pickup Artist Show on VH1. Oh, remember, remember that? that? Yeah. Remember like that? that? Remember? Yeah. It's like a dude who he had like. In the and the, the, the demonstrating higher value and. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He like wore jewelry and like a fur coat and like a Jamiroquai hat and they would just yes. come through and insult women and be like, oh, that's how you get them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you tell them they're ugly. And, and, yeah. And all the women were just going nuts. Yeah. And. He's just like showing all these kind of wussy guys how to be re- reprehensible human beings. I wonder what he's doing
1: now. I bet. It'd be hilarious if he was like, you know, third working on his third divorce and <laughs> behind, <laughs> behind on alimony payments. He's probably still out there. He's probably still doing the seminars and stuff, you know? I guess so. It'd be funny. Or maybe he has, like a, he has like a comb over and his pot belly. <laughs> <laughs> still wearing the Jermarquai hat. covering
0: hat's up a bald spot now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh boy, Mysterio or Mysterio, whatever you call yourself. If you if you're out there and you're listening to the SNL Nerds podcast, and I know you are, call us in. Yeah, and let's, let's know how you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's have a reunion show. Yes, let's, let's find it. out how those guys are doing ten years down the line. I'm I'm sure they're doing great. I'm sure they're doing great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure they've all found true love. That's right. <laughs> um, so Dismukes is the guy leading the seminar. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is. He comes in as the guy changing the water on the water cooler. Um and and he just kinda like takes over the the seminar. Yeah,
1: because I think he asks uh Dismukes, hey dude, where do I put this? And then Dismukes kinda you know just comes. Do up I back.
0: look like I work at the hotel?
1: <laughs> yeah, he kind of zings him and then of course, yeah. Uh Mr. Michael B. Jordan, don't take too kindly to that.
0: And then, no, and and, yeah. and at one point, this is like, "Okay, so you know, uh, uh, insult me with something." And and Michael B. Jordan just goes, "Forehead."
1: <laughs> yeah, and,
0: and, and for the rest of the sketch, it's just like we're talking about, uh, you know, apparently there's something wrong with this uh, Mukes's forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's the big Jimmy Neutron forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I thought there was this, some nice character work from uh, Devin and and James Austin Johnson as like some of the guys in the seminar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. One. Yeah. I like that one line where
1: James Austin Johnson stands up and says like, yeah, I'm afraid of, you know, being rejected by women and like being, you know, humiliated by them. And then I think uh, Andrew asked him, what did he do for a living? And he says, Oh, I, uh, I critique female stand-ups on YouTube. Yeah.
0: That was a, a, a female writer. Definitely wrote that line. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And uh I I liked it Devin was like, Well, hey, you know, I've taken your seminar three times and now I have a girlfriend. Well, actually she's a barista. And uh, no, I haven't spoken to her yet. (laughs) It just makes it like Yeah, but still, you saw a woman. That's huge. Progress, not perfection. Yeah, yeah. Um I thought this was all right. It just ended very abruptly, man.
1: Yeah, it ends with uh, Michael B. Jordan's character saying, "Hey guys, you want to go out for a burger? I think I could teach you a few things." And then they all leave with yeah. him. Yeah. And then this music's like, "Hey, I want to come with you guys," and yeah, cut, and I, I don't know if that there was more, and they just cut it for time, but it seemed yeah. very abrupt.
0: It's just a strange ending. It didn't it didn't really have a big payoff, I and mean, you mm. you want that big payoff? Yeah. This uh, yeah. So this one
1: was it was all right, but yeah, that. The way it ended was just a Yeah, that, that takes it down a few notches, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking yeah. of notches,
0: Party in <laughs> Palm Springs! Party in Palm Springs! <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah. Uh, Actually, wait. Oh,
1: uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, male Confidence Seminar, written by Jake Nordwin, Sierra O'Sullivan, Will Steven. All right. Okay. And uh Party in Palm Springs, written by Jim Fowley and
0: Sierra O'Sullivan party in palm springs so it's a bachelorette party mm-hmm. um ego's character is getting married and and all all her girls are taking her out uh we got we got chloe there we got punky there we got sarah there uh and then there's a knock at the door and it's Michael B. jordan as a fireman slash stripper he comes out dressed as a fireman and the audience cheers they are so excited that Michael oh. B Jordan is playing a stripper.
1: Oh my god it's like magic Mike like the women in the audience yeah. are like oh God it's like reggae John Page walked on the stage like, yeah
0: yeah well I, like again I think I think they had uh, Jason Momoa do some sort of stripper thing when he posted. And it was the same sort of thing, and you know, people were just so damn excited. they were like, "Yay, he's yeah. here! He's going to be taking clothes off!" Yay! That's yeah, another another sketch based on the fact that uh, Michael B. Jordan is beefy and beautiful. Women want to get with him. Ah, give me it. Um. So yeah, he's he starts his routine, and it's it's quickly disrupted by another ring at the doorbell, and it's it's Heidi, is his pregnant wife, who needs to charge her Galaxy phone. Mm. Um. She's extremely pregnant. Uh, <laughs> later in the sketch, Michael B. Jordan says, yeah, she's been pregnant for a little over a year, which <laughs> seems like too long. I'm not an expert in, in uh, the birth of the babies, but this seems like too long to me. I'm a baby doctor, but yeah, that, that I'm pretty sure that's way too long. Yeah, yeah. I'm no um, uh, babyologist, I believe yeah, call it's called. Yeah, Yes, babyologist. Yes. Um, the technical you know, doctorate of hoo ha
1: yeah. Um and like I don't know if you saw did you see the show live uh on uh yeah. was it just me or was there one shot where like another camera was clearly in the shot? Did I just uh, did you I think see I
0: that? missed that.
1: I I could have sworn I saw like I saw it live, you know, streaming on Peacock. And there was yeah. one shot where I swear like the front of another camera got into the shot a little bit and then somebody backed it. And then they're like, I'm Me sure either. you know, I'm sure it's not on
0: YouTube. I'm sure they like
1: cut it out. No, they corrected it.
0: I I rewatched it on Peacock, and yeah, it is fixed. So. But yeah, like if you were there, you yeah. saw it live. You saw a, like a big old whoopsie do.
1: Oh,
0: it was. Yeah, well, you know, they're very good when there's a technical screw up during the live show. They are good about correcting that before they put it up on YouTube, and you know, either either by going with the dress rehearsal version, or I guess doing a quick re edit or something mm. like that. So, yeah, yeah they fixed that. Yeah, yeah, they fixed um, it up. And uh yeah, and this uh, this was another one that ended kind of abruptly like cuz like Heidi's water breaks and then they all start delivering the baby at the end.
1: Yeah, this one was this was,
0: was oh, That's a way to end it. Okay. Um
1: yeah, this was a weird one, but you could tell A lot of people had fun with it. You could definitely tell Heidi was having fun with it. Like, especially when he was like, no, it's okay. You guys can watch my man strip. It's, you know, God is good. God is good.
0: Right. And And, and she's like, you know, basically sticking her fake pregnancy tummy into everyone's face, into Chloe and Sarah's face. Yeah, like
1: at one point, I think, like, uh, Michael B is grinding on Chloe and then Heidi's bouncing her pregnant belly
0: off of Chloe's head. Even Chloe's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Chloe's starting to break a little bit. Um, yeah, and
1: also in another part, like because Michael B. Jordan had a big fire, like an actual fire hose with him. And yeah. so Heidi straddles it and he's like, Which one of you hose want to ride his hose? And then she actually yeah. sticks like the hose end in uh, Sarah's face. And Sarah's yeah. like, what, what, "What? Whoa, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Heidi was having fun with it. Um, and, yeah, another sketch where Heidi is coupled up with Michael B. Jordan. I see what you're doing, Heidi.
0: I I also like the line of like well hey we already paid him the thirty bucks <laughs> 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 that seems like low for a stripper
1: it's been a while since I've done, paid for that but yeah thirty yeah. is on the low side
0: that sounds low to me those are nineteen ninety
1: five um, prices yeah
0: <laughs> so uh, this was cute enough again I thought the ending took it down a notch or two
1: yeah the ending was definitely like all right. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know if it was for time, or maybe they had a better ending, or that was just the way, way they wanted to end it. But the ending was like I was like, oh yeah. wow, it's really abrupt. Just her water breaking and her uh, giving birth while genuine pony play in the background. Yeah, I
0: was like, all right, that's a that's a way, that's a choice. A choice. It's, uh, that is a thing that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So next, uh, we've uh, we have writers for that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it, Jimmy Fowley and Sierra Sullivan. Oh look at that. Okay.
1: And uh yeah, next wow, we're we're flying through this episode. Holy we moly. We are we are
0: uh next up King Brothers Toyota. King Brothers Toyota fake commercial with Andrew Dismukes mm-hmm. and uh James Austin Johnson. And they're they're the King Brothers uh, at a Toyota dealership, and they're having a big overstock sale. And they're they're located at Exit 250, and they're cautioning everyone to take the left lane. If you if you get in the right lane, you're going to be in this massive overflow line for the new raising canes. Uh so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a really popular restaurant and everybody's going to that and it's really cutting into the King Brothers Toyota business.
1: Yeah, like I had to look it up and yeah, uh I mean uh, the Raising Cane's is a, uh, I guess, pretty popular restaurant chain in the south. I, there's a ton of them. Yeah, in- I
0: guess it's a regional chain. I've never heard of it, but.
1: Uh, I looked at, there's a few <laughs> in the northeast. There's like two in Boston and that's it, but like there's a ton right. in Texas and Okay. Uh, because Andrew Dismukes is from Texas, I feel like he had a
0: hand in this. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. Sure. Well, maybe we should take a road trip and check out Raising Cane's. Find out what the, all the all the fuss is about. All well, the hubbub. And uh, yeah, sure enough, this sketch was written by
1: Dismukes and Brian Tucker. And uh, yes. I like this sketch quite a bit. I like, I like the premise. So did I. Yeah. I like the premise of this Toyota dealership about to go under because no one can get to them. Because the drive through line of all these, like like the In-N-Out Burger and the Chick-fil-A and the Raising Cane is so long yeah. and blocking everybody from getting to their it, it dealership. Was, it was
0: very specific. I liked that. I liked all the detail they packed in there. They, they had Michael B. Jordan come in. He's like this expert salesman. And he's like, he's trying to play hardball with Raising uh, Canes by threatening to reveal the secret, the ingredients of their secret sauce. And he's like, number one. Ketchup, boom, and then he comes in, like, pepper, boom. boom. Balls in your court, <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. Yeah, um, and you know I like how later in the sketch they detail that they literally cannot leave because the overflow of traffic is so huge, and that they've missed family events. <laughs> yeah, because of this, it misses niece. Her, one
1: guy misses niece christening. Oh, christening. Christ, christening, christening, christening. christening or christening, yeah. or Christ—I call it christening because I'm super uh, holy. Yeah, yeah, you're very religious.
0: Yes, um, amen. Yeah, uh, but I—I you know, I really like this. This was this was fun and weird. I'd say this is like my second favorite of the night, definitely. I'd agree. You, yeah. This is the weirdness that you want—is you're getting towards the one o'clock hour. I'd
1: agree. Like I—I—I I, uh, I mean, as someone who's driven by their fair shares of Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. I. Every time, have, have you driven by Chick-fil-A? Every time I go by there, the drive through line is always like 10 cars deep. It is bonkers. So
0: You know, I have a Chick-fil-A not too far from me, but I've never really noticed how much traffic they get. The, I, I, yeah, I can't say.
1: The lines are always bonkers. And the one time I did go to uh, California, and I wanted to go to In-N-Out Burger. Again, the lines for the drive through yeah. are like insane. I think I waited in line to get... Uh, for like 15 minutes or something it was wow it was pretty nuts so like i i, I get the premise of it like so mm-hmm. so to take it to this extreme where the lines of a of a to the drive-thru of a restaurant are so severe that it's impacting other people's businesses that yeah. that's a
0: funny take and yeah yeah that's that's cool and uh, yeah again they they just they packed this with a lot of detail a nice i i liked how uh, Andrew and, and James were both playing their characters. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them come back to these characters. Uh, Same thing. Like uh, I feel like there might be a little more uh fuel left in this tank, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, the two of them play off each other really well. Like, I mean, they're both, mm-hmm. you know, guys from the South, Uh, Dismukes from Texas, and uh, yeah. James Austin Johnson, I believe, is from Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they have, they, uh, they know how, like, you know, the Midwest, Southern... White guy, uh, you know, vibe is so they can really yes. play off that. So it's like I they could definitely come back with these two characters and do do more with it. Like I really yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed like their their chemistry and the, the premise mm-hmm. of the sketch and the writing was I thought was solid. This is this was yeah. right. I think this is like neck and neck with um, the Jake from State Farm sketch for me for the night.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's good stuff. Good stuff. A good way to, you know, wind up the night. Um, but we got one more thing. That's right. We got, we got another pre-tape. Third pre-tape of the night. So many pre-tapes. So many uh, pre-tapes. This one is called Falling Down, which is of course about, uh, Michael Douglas going nuts mm. when uh, he can't get uh, breakfast at McDonald's. Speaking of fast food restaurants. Yes. um, no, it's actually about what? Michael B. Jordan uh, walking around, and he's falling down, and Andrew just mukes is always there to see him fall down. He's like, "Hey, are you okay, bud? <laughs> You're you okay there, bud?" A lot of Andrew Dismukes mukes in this episode. This is the yeah, not a complaint, just an observation. I was like, eh, "Heavy episode for Andrew." This is the mukes heavy episode.
1: I would say this mukes and Heidi. This was pretty yeah, pretty heavy yeah. on both. Uh, yeah. this sketch was written by Dismukes, too, which yeah, yeah isn't too big a shock. But uh yeah, this sketch is an odd one. This is it's weird how they were able to get a Beck and Kyle sketch in this episode <laughs> that doesn't have Beck and Kyle in it. This is this, <laughs> this felt so Beck and Kyle, this sketch. It did it? Okay. I, right. To
0: me it did, because it's just yeah it's really kinda out there, this one. I I can sort of see that. I can I I wouldn't I wasn't saying that cold, but I can see what you're saying. Yeah, right. Like, um,
1: yeah. So it's basically like you said, Michael B. Jordan constantly falling down. Uh, Andrew Dismuke seeing him fall down. Uh, I think Bowen and Sarah have a talk with Dismuke, saying, "Hey, man, you gotta not
0: see Michael B. Jordan fall down anymore, man." Right. Right. And he's like, "I can't help it. He's he just falls down, and I'm there." Yeah. And and. Uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan like runs out of Thirty Rock, and then Andrew comes to get him, and then they're not falling; they're flying, and they we see them flying around Thirty Rock, and this is like minutes before the show.
1: Yeah, so. this was a this was an odd one,
0: weird one, uh, but uh, fine, you know, shot well. Yeah, good stuff. I think I um, I
1: did laugh at the line where the two of them have a, a talk, uh, Michael and Andrew, and. I think Andrew said, "Hey man, I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes you fall, and sometimes I there." Yes, I don't know why that made me laugh. It's so dumb.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I also like when um the part where Michael B. Jordan is think, you know, they have a big blowout, and mm-hmm. uh, Andrew runs out saying, "I'm done with this man," and of course, you know, yeah.
0: Sarah cries in Bowen's arms. And then yeah, yeah, that was that was cute. I, I liked what uh, Sarah and Bowen brought to the sketch. Yeah, and the, yeah, and then Michael B. Jordan
1: is like, oh, what have I done? I pushed away my best friend, Andrew. Just yeah. Dism-
0: Andrew just and Yes, the- I, and I like I like after the first time he fell in front of Andrew just He's like, oh well, it's not like Kenan saw me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Andrew just Yeah, and like uh and the fact that Andrew just wrote that it makes it even funnier. Right,
1: and uh, like when and, and also when Michael B. Jordan is thinking about you know all the good times they had like leading up to tonight, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know like pitching ideas in the writers' room. We see we get a quick little shot of um Alex English, one of the actual writers of the show.
0: Oh, look at that.
1: Yeah, and uh, I also noticed—is he dating anyone from the show? Uh, I don't think so. I think I might know. I definitely know people that know him. I I can definitely ask. But okay,
0: well, let's there. say he's dating uh, Keenan. Ooh, spicy. Yeah.
1: Mm, all right. Inquiring minds want to know.
0: I just want to clarify for legal reasons that we here at the SNL nerds have no knowledge on who Alex English or Keenan Thompson might be dating in real life. And we are only speculating along those lines for comedic purposes. Thank you very much. That's right. Thank you. Allegedly. Allegedly. We got to cover our legal. Allegedly. Allegedly. Please don't sue us. We have no money. Have... No, no, no. Not at... I'm,
1: I'm broadcasting from my closet. Come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> uh... My bank account's in the negative.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, God. That was real, uh, but I also, I also liked. Oh, too. <laughs> god! I also liked how there was like a scene where uh, Andrew Smooks was, you know, pitching jokes to Michael B. Jordan, and if you look, you can see behind the Smooks, there was like the board with all the uh, the listings of the guest hosts and musical hosts that they've had this season. Yeah, so yeah, we
0: saw some names of like what looked like cut sketches.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we also saw. Uh, the host and musical guest for next week's sketch was up there, too. I was like, ooh, look,
0: look at that. that. Look at that. Huh? How about that? Yeah. We, 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 see, we see a, a three-by-five card with a, a Pedro Pascal. That's right. Person. And a, a Coldplay. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. So Pedro Pascal and Coldplay hosting next week. That's right. Guest.
1: Uh, yeah, very interesting. Uh, matchup. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, on
0: Pedro. I mean, I I enjoy the Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. and I I've enjoyed uh, the Coldplay. Yeah. Uh, I I am in
1: favor of this. Absolutely. Uh, for those that don't know, Pedro Pascal is kind of a hot commodity these days. He's on the hot new show on HBO, The Last of Us. He's mm-hmm. also, of course, in uh, the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian. Um, he's also
0: been in the Star Wars. He's, he's been in, uh, he, he was, he was in the Wonder Woman 84. Mm. Yeah. He was in that, uh, that, was, that was movie a... with uh, Nicolas Cage.
1: Oh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. 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 Uh, and for those that are really old school, you remember him from, uh, Narcos, which is like, I think that's the one, that's, that's the one where, uh, the TV show from Netflix that really kind of got on him, a lot of people, got him on a lot of people's radar. Uh, yeah. yeah he's a fantastic actor I think he's he's one of those actors that's mostly connected with you know intense gritty dramas he's like uh-huh. he's 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 mainly known as a dramatic actor but he kind of has like a goofy silly side too so I he's think he's very likable i yeah he just yeah
0: I just instinctively like the guy and, yeah uh, yeah
1: I, so I, I think this I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do really well I know
0: I he's he's gonna be a good host.
1: Yeah, like he's one of those actors. Like I'd say, like you know, like his good, like his good friend Oscar Isaac or uh, Willem yeah. Dafoe or uh, yeah, even Adam Driver, where they're known for their intense dramatic roles. But you get him on yeah. SNL, it'd be like, oh, he's a he's a bit of a goofball. All right. Yeah, cool. it's
0: it's fun seeing the dramatic guys get goofy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, Coldplay is, you know. This will be the seventh time they've done the show. They're always, you know, seventh time. Wow. Seventh wow. time. Yeah. Wow. 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 Seven times. Wow. wow. Yeah. Loki, you're a variant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. What the hell is this? Oh yeah. So yeah. You know, Coldplay is cool. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. I like clocks. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. In rainbows. In rainbows. Yeah. What isn't that? Isn't that uh, Radiohead you're thinking about?
0: Uh, yes, it is. Uh, okay. yes it <laughs> is. Because I got mixed up. I was testing you, is what okay. I was doing. That's yeah. Uh, don't... I know
1: music. I <laughs> know. Coldplay. They're the ones that did uh the Joshua Tree, right?
0: Right. Uh,
1: but yeah, I mean they they're basically like. You know, you two for millennials. They're like the big arena pop yeah. rock band. You hear a lot of their music in commercials. You know,
0: there you yeah. go. Yeah. Cool. yeah. No, I, I I tend to like uh, their music. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not so nuts about the, the Chris Martin, uh, the Gwyneth Paltrow of it all. But, mm. you know, hey, I don't have to be friends with them in life. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Ne- that's next week uh, Pedro Pascal and Coldplay. But this episode,
0: John, overall thoughts on Michael B. Jordan little baby uh i thought it was a pretty good episode overall i i mean there wasn't anything i like outright hated which which is always nice yeah. uh like i said i didn't i didn't think anything really overstated. its welcome i really liked the jake from state farm uh, and the uh the toyota the brothers toyota sketches right. and and um i also thought uh the roller coaster accident was pretty good
1: yeah, yeah. Overall, uh, I think I might have liked the Aubrey Plaza episode a little bit more, but this was a pretty... Mm-hmm. Overall, I thought this was a pretty solid episode. Uh, You know, Michael B. Yeah. was game for everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I would agree with you. Jake from State Farm and um, the Toyota Kings Brothers were like the two MVPs of the night for me. Yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. good to see, like, Dismukes getting a good chunk of screen time in this episode. Heidi getting Indeed. a... Yeah, Heidi getting a lot of screen time in this episode. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. I mean, a little to See, no Molly and mm. no, please don't destroy. Mm. Uh, missed both of them. Yeah, that's true. That's a. So I, you know, I, a little please don't destroy would have made this episode even better. Woulda, but uh... Uh, you know, I like I like seeing Molly pop up in things too. Yes, and I don't think she popped up at all except like in the good nights. Uh... I see her in the good nights, and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, she's on the show, too. Yeah, Molly is on the show. He's still in the cash. He's...
1: Or he... Oh, they're they're damn it, I the meant they. They, they, they. They're still in the yeah,
0: cash. that's cool. That's cool. I'm
1: trying, man. I'm trying, guys. Yeah. Oh, hey, you, you corrected yourself. Yes, I did. I'm, I'm an ally. I, I learn, I grow. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, let's uh, let's look at the Twitter sphere and see what the Twitter people Oh, yeah, let's,
0: let's do that. Let's see what the
1: people thought. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... What do we got here on the Twitter? Oh, we got this uh, from uh, Drew S. Rod saying... Oh, I think I just posted this uh, not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, good app overall. Michael B. Jordan seemed like he was game for anything. Cold Open was a nice showcase for Mikey. And I love the low-key shout-out of the Memphis tragedy. The Dominican resort sketch was fun. State Farm sketch was basically a remake of Roach X from season forty-four with Don Cheadle, which we mentioned, which we said yes. Uh, except this was much funnier. Also, well, I think with the Roach X, it was like a lot more. It was definitely darker.
0: The I I would definitely give it to Roach X over the Jake from State Farm, but I thought Jake from State Farm was very good. At yeah, that. like I, I
1: rewatched the Roach X commercial. It was definitely a lot more darker and grim than the State Farm yeah. one. So maybe that's what he meant by like funnier. Uh, and he also says, Oh, also or maybe he just meant funnier. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, and he also says, uh, also interesting. We got host appearing in update two weeks in a row.
0: Yeah. 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 Very interesting. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, thank you very much for, for your thoughts, Rod. Uh, let's see. We also have from Puppet Perspectives at Puppet Reviews 15. He says, I can confidently say that that was the best SNL of the year so far. Three oh. exclamation points. Ooh. I never did trust that State Farm guy. And he actually tagged State Farm. I love oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, is Jake, even his real name? Puppet um, Perspectives, shaking the hornet's nest, causing wow. problems. I mean, look, we know we know that's not the first Jake from State Farm. Remember? remember, There was yeah. that other guy? Never forget. Jake, Jake from State Farm used to be a white dude. That's right. Changed it to a black dude a couple years ago. That's I right. A I don't know. Affirmative action. That's right. Yeah. I mean, what? What? Uh, our insurance has got to be woke now? Uh, what's
1: going on with that? What's, that's <laughs> right. What's up? January 6th. You know where to find me. Oh, God. All right. Uh... All right. <laughs> Let's turn it to the Joe Rogan's podcast real quick. (laughs) Yep. Um, Mikey Mikey. (laughs) says, uh, another decent episode overall, although the cold open seemed to fall a bit flat for me. Strong monologue again, but then another odd choice as a first sketch. Definitely had more of a 10 to 1 vibe to it and went on a bit too long. Apart from that, the episode got stronger as it went on.
0: Okay. Yeah, not bad. Our friend uh, Bill Broski says, by odd choice for the first sketch, you mean absolutely the correct choice, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Along with the picture of Sarah from the sketch. And God. Mikey says, of course, rather a weird old Sarah sketch than another game show thing up top. Yeah, I mean, they were freshening it up a bit. And yeah, yeah I, that was that was part of why I enjoyed seeing that. Uh, yeah,
1: it seems like they're, they're actually listening to us whenever we... Uh... You know, complain and moan about oh, the cold open's too long. Oh, another game show sketch. It, it, it seems like they are in like hearing us and really trying to like switch
0: things up and try out different. I things mean, I, I am sure that everyone at 30 Rock faithfully listens to this podcast, right? And they take notes and they're like, okay, we, we've got to just make sure that we please John and Darren, yes. Well With nothing else. We've gotta make sure we please John and Darren. Yes. Well, um, SNL staff, if you're if you're
1: listening and we know you are, we are pleased. Job well done. We are,
0: yeah, no. We enjoyed it. We right. enjoyed it overall. Take uh, the rest of week. take the week off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you gotta come back for next Saturday. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we also got a retreat from uh Lucho Blanco, who uh, who said Got the feeling you guys are not going to be kind to this app. Oh, uh, Few highlights, State Farm, Pool Boys, Male Stripper. Too many flat one-joke sketches. The uh, SW the SW pre-taped. Oh, the uh, Southwest. The Southwest. Okay, the Southwest pre-taped some, uh, some are raving about felt cruel, mean, even though the IBM computer joke was funny. Next. Ooh. Um, Oh. No, well, I I think we liked it more than you did, Lucio. Um, I didn't think so, it was. I, I mean, I don't think it was. Yeah. I, I don't. I think they were like taking the
1: piss out of. Him. I don't think it was cruel. I don't think it stepped over any lines, really. No, no.
0: I mean, Southwest really screwed up there. Are they. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I I think it's fair game to go after them. Yeah, like three million
1: um, people had their uh, holiday ruined.
0: Because the Southwest, yeah, liked, yeah, I think, and it took him like a week to get home. That's yeah. that's bad. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry the episode didn't work for you, but yeah, no, I, we actually kind of liked it. Yeah, we
1: here, we take down the companies. Yeah, yeah, uh, take we, them down we, a few I mean, pegs. We're,
0: we're about the love. Yeah, I mean, we're about the love.
1: I mean, I can sort of understand where he means. Like a few of the sketches were, I don't say underwritten, but like, like, like we said, like, like the endings were kind of abrupt and.
0: Yeah, I I can see I see what he says about um. Uh, you know some of the sketches being like one joke premises yeah and, and that can be a problem for the show uh, yeah. definitely
1: like uh I mean, yeah I mean like the uh what the, the Sarah Sherman sketch with the uh, you know the the roller coaster face like that mm-hmm. is kind of a one joke sketch but for it, yeah first of all it didn't go on I don't think it went on too long and second of all they they kind of you know did as much as they could with it and like they, they played up the yeah. silly I think as long as you are Play up the silly of it and have fun with it. Yeah, it doesn't become a drag, so it's okay. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how it, I think that's the
0: right way to say it. Sure, let's say that. Yeah, that's the ticket. Uh, so yeah, uh, but you know, decent episode overall. Wouldn't mind seeing uh, Michael B. Jordan coming back to host. Mm. Uh, maybe a little less thirsty next time. Yeah, Michael B. hosting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, you know, decent overall. And so next week we got the the Pedro Pascal and the Code Play. Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And that's the episode, guys. Thanks for listening, as always, to the podcast. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at SNL Nerds Show. You could uh, follow the podcast and donate to our Patreon, non mm-hmm. slash SNL Nerds. And uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter
0: and Instagram at DarrenCredible. That's. D-A-R-A, incredible, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trumbull Comic. That's T R U M B U L L, and the word Comic. Hey now, uh, yeah, follow the show page SNL Nerd Show. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... and you know, tell your friends. Yeah, for God's sake, tell the word of mouth. What the fuck? Some people, you know, hey, hey, you like SNL? You might like this podcast about SNL, where people like give their opinions and stuff. Yeah, and and if you disagree with their opinions, they explain why their opinions are right and your opinions are wrong. Yes. <laughs> and, but they do it in a funny, fun, inviting sort of way. Yeah, we're not dicks about
1: it. We just know that we, yeah, are cor- yeah. we are
0: correct and you are incorrect.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, the sooner you realize that, the happier
1: you'll be. Yeah, eaten. that's all. Just know, your, yeah, just know your place in life and know that you're doing <laughs> life wrong.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, uh, we'll be back next week and we'll be talking about uh, Pedro Pascal and Coldplay and SNL and see how thirsty people are for Pedro Pascal. But until then, nerds out! This has been a non productive media presentation. Executive producer Frank Hublawi.